This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. It's Obehave with Arden Moore. This show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore, and I'm not catting around or pussyfooting around. I'm at the Texas Theater in Dallas. We're just minutes away from the fabulous, amazing Acrocats and the Rock Cats. That's right, a feline musical band, all orchestrated by the one and only Samantha Martin. The crowds are getting into their seats. We're going to give you a look at what it takes to assemble more than a dozen cats, most of them shelter rescues, who now strut their stuff on stage for a great cause, and that's to help local shelter groups. So more after we take this quick commercial break. So sit and purr. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All behave. We'll be right back. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. And in our uh, quest to meet some of the behind-the-scenes important people, next up is J.J. Prestino. This dude knows how to steer all the cats in the right direction because what is your job, J.J.? I'm the bus driver. All right. So how many days? Since Sunday. Wow, you've got a long record. What made you say, I would like to drive the bus for the amazing acro cats and rock cats? Well, I love animals, and I love what Samantha does, so I just... You know, wanted to go see how to do it. And where are you from? Columbia, South Carolina. Okay, so how did you get the gig? Me and Samantha actually connected on Facebook. Okay. And then I uh, kind of went from there. So what did you tell her? I told her I was interested in driving buses, and she said that she was looking for a new bus driver. So she said that she'd be interested, and she'd let me know some dates. And then she got in contact with me last week, and wow. so I flew out. It happened really fast. Oh, yeah. Talk about the bus. What are you driving? How long is it? Uh, it's a 45-foot Prevo with the car that we tow behind it, of course. I love it. Do you like driving long, big things? Uh, the bigger, the better. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, you told me that your family is a big animal lover. Oh, yeah. All of our family is. We got horses, dogs, cats, anything you can imagine we got. 
And what do you think about the show? I mean, it's entertainment, but it's also education. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing what she does with these animals. I never knew, especially with, you know, we just have lazy barn cats. I never (laughs) knew that they would, you know, do stuff like this. Give me an example of one cat that really just surprised you on on stage. Well, all of them, really. Uh I can't just name one. Well, let's let's look at Allie. Allie's the athlete, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's a far jump. I'm very impressed with that. Yeah, I am. I'm Can extremely you jump impressed. That as far no. as Allie, so no. you're not going to be in the human Guinness no, Book no, of no, World no, Records. No, 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 no. Okay, no, not happening. And coming into Dallas, you said it was a little tricky navigating because sometimes you have to go down alleyways. Well, right? the, the alleyway we pulled into yesterday to unload was extremely tight, so, so we we did how a good do you job. Keep your wits about you. I just gotta stay calm and know what you're doing. Yeah. Yep. And do you know the history of this theater? Yeah, I do know um, JFK's assassin, Oswald, uh, was hiding here when he was caught. Don't you think this is a better show to have now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So is there a favorite act you have that you've been watching them? Because you said you followed her on Facebook for a long time. Uh, well, what, since December. Yeah, I, I really like the uh, groundhog raising up the American flag. I really think that's cool. Cause and, that, and he has a name? or uh, Garfield, Garfield. Garfield. And what about Cluck Norris? I never knew a chicken would, you know, uh, <laughs> he would be able to play anything or, you know, listen. So how do you keep yourself going? You've got, do cats serenade you on the road? Do they talk while you're driving? Or No, pretty they're, they're pretty, everybody kind of is quiet and I do my own little thing. All right. So how far, where, where, where did you come from to the Dallas show? Where were you we came driving? from Houston. So it's about a five hour drive? Uh, about four and a half hours. All right. Everything was good? Oh. Weather good? Yeah, it was great. All right. So if you Love want it. to shout out to your mom and dad and grandparents, you want to say something special for them? Hi, Mom. I made it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're talking to J.J. Pristino, which is like priest with the I-N-O. Did I do that right? Yes, ma'am. All right. And thank you for being very good behind the wheel for these very, very precious cargo. Yes, ma'am. Well, we're here getting set up. This is still the Behind the Scenes exclusive tour, what it's like to be with the amazing Acrocats and the Rock Cats. And uh, I ran into a gal named Kaz Ferns. She's from the Dallas area, and you're not a cat. But you're a cat lover. Well, I'm an animal groupie. Okay, that's good. I love that title. And tell me, the backbone of this show is to be able to get local folks to help volunteer while they're in town, right? Well, I think they do seem to rely on, uh, you know, word of mouth, people that have seen their show before, and when they come back to town, yeah, people will lend a hand. So how did you even say, hey, uh, Samantha Martin, I'm here in Dallas. I'm here to help you. I first went to their show a few years ago in Fort Worth at Stage West Theater, and, and I was so excited. I could I could hardly sleep the <laughs> night before. Crazy, isn't it? It's like when you're a little kid and you won't take off your shoes, and then you can't stop thinking about the parade the next day. So anyway, I went, and um, I, you know, got some shirts and stuff, and the show was great, and uh, my friends and I just... We were just weeping tears. It was so funny. Anyway, I'd make sort of weird things sometimes. Uh, I'd made all these tote bags with my cat, Bacon. Bacon? Bacon? Yep. And uh, he's kind of famous. A lot of people in Dallas know him. Anyway, I had... Wait a minute. You're going to let me be as curious as a cat? What's the the 411 on Bacon? Well, Bacon's last name is Lee Harvey. So I had made all these bags, and what I had done is photoshopped Bacon's side profile, and then on the right is Lee Harvey Oswald's full-on mugshot. So I brought some of those bags to give to the cat ladies, and, you know, it probably just seemed crazy, but, hey, I'm not running a cat circus, so who are they to judge? <laughs> and so we started talking and became friends, and then we, you know, hooked up online. And so now every time they come back through, I try to help promote everything, and 
That's you know. Very nice. Now, if Bacon had opposable thumbs, he could be doing some typing too. Uh, no, he's too lazy. Too lazy. Yeah. Okay. okay. He's busy uh, watching his shows. <laughs> And I know you shouldn't have a favorite, but is there a favorite of the amazing acrobats? Well, you know, sadly, Tuna passed away. Tuna uh, was the she, star. Yeah. She was, but they're just all so hilarious. One of my favorite times is when Sookie goes shopping, and she pushes that little shopping cart. And when we were unloading all their stuff from the bus yesterday morning, uh, a lot of it was in big storage containers, and I opened one of them, and just, you know, we're just all taking stuff out, and then Charmaine could tell us where to put things. And uh, I thought I was going to wet my pants. I was like, I'm holding Sookie's little <laughs> tiny shopping cart. And then You better be careful with that. And then, you know, you pull out the little trumpet, and I was taking pictures and uh, putting them online. And So when you're not a volunteer helping out Samantha and her fine felines, what do you do? My a picture framer. I'm also a pet sitter. Oh, nice. And, uh, and I do all sorts of stuff. Yeah. I do cross-stitch and sell them online and, and uh, ill-behaved cross-stitch, I think. Oh, oh, I like that because I'm ill-behaved. You yeah. ill-behaved, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we yeah. got a, a thing there. About yeah, that. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Well, we're talking to Cass Ferns, and she's one of the many volunteers that come here. Wherever they stop, the amazing acrobats, they have a legion of volunteers, which I think is very, very important. That's a testament in itself. Yeah, and I remember, so like I said, I've been friends with uh, Samantha, mm -hmm. the head of all this, and Polly that does all the marketing and promotions. Mm -hmm. So when I know they're going to a city where I know people, I'll tell my friends, you got to go Good. see this. Tell them Kaz and Bacon sent you. And sure enough, they will. And I forget where they were playing. I think it was in uh, either Chicago or uh, Milwaukee or something. But I told some of my friends and... Polly messaged me back, and she said, man, you do know everybody. <laughs> and I said, well, did they mention Bacon's name? Because that's more important. Right. She said, yeah, yeah, they did. Well, we're very proud to have the pet parent of Bacon here from Dallas. I don't want to keep you because I know you got to get working. you got to earn your big no pay because you're a, a proud volunteer. Hey, lanyards, that, yeah. that rocks too. But thank you for all the support you do for these cats because they're helping get homes for cats as well. Absolutely. You know, she's uh, adopted out over 190 cats now. I know, and oh, counting. That's the best yeah, phrase, right? Exactly, exactly. All right, well, thanks, Cass. Thank you so much. Very nice to meet you. Up next is James Hart, a man who does many things. Move over, Martha Stewart, because some of your talents include? Uh, just building props for them and then uh, help out with sound. But you also have something with sparkles? Yeah, they like uh, everything to have a lot of glitter in it. I mean, listen to the man's voice. He's saying the word glitter. He's wearing a, a what kind of hat you're wearing? It you're, you're looks like a trucker's hat. you got a nice beard working it, and the man is doing glitter. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the boat flake, you know, the, <laughs> like a bass boat. <laughs> she likes the glitter, though, so. Well, tell me what got you interested to help out and be part of the Amazing Acrocrats team. We went and saw the show when they came to New Orleans a couple years back, so that's, that's really all it was. And then uh, my girlfriend started volunteering. That's Missy? Oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a theory. Real men love cats. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's about right. So what's your uh, feline friend? What, how many cats do we have? Yeah, what do you got? Well, we, got, we take care of 10 outside. Yeah. We got 10 feral cats outside because we live kind of there next to the quarter. But, uh, and then we got three inside cats. So. Let's do a shout out to the trio. Uh, yeah, uh, other kitty. <laughs> I got to name that one. And then there's Mia and then Kitten. I like other kitty. What's, yeah. the, what's the 411 on that one? Uh, she let me name it. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you about to do? It's about 20 minutes before showtime. The crowds are getting filling in the seats. You're behind the audio board? Yeah, just trying to figure out how to work the sound. 
All right. <laughs> so you're going to be doing all the, is there a lot of caddy songs? Uh, yeah, yeah. They got some, uh, just some different pre-show music, you know, that's, that's cat related. If you had to say one thing to another dude about the best thing about cats, what would you say? They're jerks. The cats are jerks? Yeah, cats are jerks. Yeah, but you love them? Yeah. <laughs> you got to explain that. <laughs> no, they're jerks. That's why you got to love them. Cats are huge jerks. But, all right. But, but they're sweet, right? Oh, but, yeah, but yeah. They can be. Terms, oh, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, they can be, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a favorite cat you have here at stage? You know, I don't know. I, li- I like Sookie a lot, and I like, uh, I like Nui. Yeah, it's yeah. I can't really say. But they do amaze you, don't they? I like the ones that are uh, cool with me petting them all the time. So. And you still not with the claws uh, retract, not yeah, retracted. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, James, I know you got the audio board. Um, you're going to be getting ready to pump up the volume in the theater. Thank you for everything you're doing for cats because these some of these are getting help cats get adopted, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's pretty much the whole purpose of that. That and uh, you know, for people to learn the clicker training, get them to play with their cats more. So the cats aren't jerks. Yeah. Well, they'll still be jerks. They're still cats. They're still, the, still going to do kind of what they want to do, but you can, you know. Train them a little bit. Yeah, train them a little bit. It'll be their idea, though. Yeah, it's like playing with them, you know. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> James, you're the best. Uh, you're the you're the most macho glitter man I've ever met. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. My name is Samantha. And this is Charmaine and Missy. But the real star of the show, of course, are the cats. And this is Alba Fortuna and Ai Tuna. <laughs> I was inspired to put this show together about 11 years ago when I noticed you did not see very many trained cat acts out there. And then I discovered why. <laughs> Nothing teaches you humility like a trained cat act in front of a live audience. But I've learned so much about cats over the last few years. For instance, cats do not like balloons. They also hate clowns. I don't blame them for that one. And if somebody comes walking in wearing a giant blue bunny costume, the show will come to a screeching halt. They have more writers in their contract than most rock stars. Now, the other reason I put the show together was to inspire people to train their own cats because you can train your cat to do everything you see our cats do. (laughs) Or not do, depending on their mood, because they are cats, with something called clicker training. It is a type of training that involves positive reinforcement only. So if they do something that we like, we click and give them a treat and kind of ignore the bad stuff. It's a great way to bond with your cat. Give them mental stimulus, physical activity, and it can even save their life. You will notice throughout the show when we whistle, the cats return to their carriers. Texas, in Houston, Texas, 
We have Albacortuna and Ahituna. Albacortuna and Ahituna are a pair of white cats, young. This is on, on, on. And hitting the applause sign. There's only been on the job for like less than a month, so be patient. Now, our original tuna got her started in showbiz at a very young age. At only a few weeks old, she did her very first job as the Nutrimax kitten. A few weeks after that, a pencil ad, and then nine months later, her first film was called Zeke. And she played the part of a killer cat. <laughs> and she was that cat. <laughs> These guys are not killer cats at all. They're very lovey-dovey. Original tuna would never approve. Right. However, they, they have been studying underneath here for the, for the past few months, and they learned quite a bit, so I'd like to give you a little demonstration on what they've learned so far, so make sure you give them a lot of encouragements. One is hitting the applause button while the other one is jumping through a hoop. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. All right, you're like, where is the voice of Samantha? We haven't heard her. Well, that's a good reason. After the show, there was a ton of people lined up to meet and greet her and the cool felines and Garfield the groundhog and... Cluck Norris, the chicken. I don't know the names of the rats, but they're all stars. So we decided, let us have Samantha Martin get a chance to mingle with the folks that love what she's doing for animal rescue and power of the paw for cats and said, let's just finish this show the next day. Now, folks, we didn't purposely call her at 6 a.m. and say, wake up, it's time to do the interview. We did give you a civilized time, an afternoon time, enough to give you a cat nap, right, Samantha? Oh, oh yes. I, I sleep until, you know, like 11 anyway. So. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. So this one, this worked out well. So tell our listeners right now where you are and what's going on. Because it sounds quiet, but you're pounding the pavement. Well, we're, uh, we're on our 45-foot 
attached tour bus okay. uh, on our way from Dallas to Beaumont, Texas. Oh, my gosh. And uh, how's the traffic? Oh, well, the, uh, it was fine for a second. Then all of a sudden there, there was like a slamming of brakes because you know, something was going on up ahead. And so things, <laughs> everybody kind of went flying for a hot second. But, uh, yeah, a 45-foot bus doesn't really stop on a dime. <laughs> No, no, no. And uh, fortunately, please tell the listeners you are definitely not driving during this. Oh, no, I'm not driving. We have have an experienced driver at the (laughs) helm so that that the cats and I can rest in comfort. And it's usually a pretty smooth ride. And the cats, you know, the cats seem to love riding in the bus. They have a cat hammock in back and it kind of swings back and forth and, and there's always cats on it. Well, I got a chance to to see your new tour bus, and uh, you have a lot of things in there, and people, your staff, and the cats. But I got to tell you, you must have Febrezed it or something because it smelled good in there. I know you did the laundry, but so you know, for all that many critters, two and four legger, I was impressed. It wasn't a gas bus. Yeah, <laughs> we made it really easy to clean with the night, you know, the heavy, uh, commercial heavy duty uh, linoleum that was put down, and you know, just everything was sealed. So, and we're diligent about cleaning the litter boxes, and and because we feed them a high quality food, there's not as much that, that comes out of them. <laughs> right, the poop that comes out is actually perfect poop. I bet. You know, did yes, you know yes. that, that veterinarians actually rate poop on a scale of one to seven? So I'm thinking the acro cats probably are about a three or a four, which is the ideal type of poop texture to have. You never knew you were going to be talked about that, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know that they rated it. Yeah, one's real runny and, and seven's like a stone. So you aim for the three to four. Yeah, I'm sure you could work that. Can't you work that in your act somewhere about poop? I'm sure. No, (laughs) you'll take a pass. But folks, we were doing the show because we wanted to get sort of a behind the scenes look at what it takes to put on a show with more than a dozen cats and other critters before a live audience. And you've been doing this since what, 2009? Oh, no, I've been doing I put the show on. Back in like the late nineties. Okay. Uh, no, 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 two thousand. No, not, not the early two thousands. I think because I've okay. been doing it for eleven years. I put the show together around eleven years ago, and then wow. I was training Tuna. Well, Tuna was born in two thousand two, so that's when I really started kind of working on on training cats. And then well, I put the band together in like two thousand three, two thousand four. Put the show together two thousand five, uh, and then I started touring two thousand nine. Well, when we were there, we were at the Texas Theater in in Dallas, and uh, you were getting things kind of doing a run-through before the the crowd gathered. What were some of the things that you were trying to focus on? Because you've got some new amazing acro cats in your show, but they were all in their carriers and calm as can be. But what was some of your mindset? What were you trying to do before the doors opened? Well, I wanted to check the distance with the platforms because we have our cat that does the leaping. Uh, yes, that's Allie. So, yeah, that's Allie. If it's too, you know, if it's too far apart, then she doesn't want to do the jump. So I wanted to make sure that it was the, the proper angle and proper length for her to do her jumps successfully. And then just give her a little, you know, reminder, warm up of a couple of the other things. Uh, and then I've got the new, uh, the tuna protege. Yeah, Ahi and Abacor. Abacor, yeah. And they're still kind of finding their place in the show. Um, and I was trying to determine who was going to do the solo part and who was going to run the applause sign. And they both, although they both know all of the parts of the solo part, for some reason, Ahi Tuna, when she's on stage, just prefers to, you know, work the applause sign. But I still wanted to try to work with her and see if, you know, she was 
feeling differently that day. Or, uh, <laughs> but uh, but since they knew, you know, all the you know any practice that I can give them, I know he had a little Dixie that's kind of auditioning to be an acro cat, and, and I knew she's only probably, what, three months old, four uh, months old. Well, yeah, about three, three and a half months old, maybe. Wow. Um, I knew that Jax was probably going to fail us, so I was prepared to bring her out to give it a try in case Jax just left, which Jax did. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're both black and white cats. Tell us about, I saw Dixie. Dixie seemed to have her game ready. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely, she's very excited. There's a lot of energy. I, we also, since we also have the, the cats work in film and television, it's always good to have cats that look alike. Oh, so, good point. Uh, because cats, cats don't, you know, they're not, dogs have, uh, like, boundless energy. But cats, since they sleep 18 hours a day, uh, you, they, they really don't have boundless energy. And especially if you're working on a film or commercial, you would need to have multiple cats for, you know, for the job. That right. look alike. And also because of the different personalities, because your sitting cat generally won't be your running cat, your running cat won't be your, your affectionate cat. So it's, you know, it's good to have two or even three cats that look alike. That's why I keep getting confused on which one is Ahi and which one is Albuquerque Tuna. Sorry, they look the same to me. They're both beautiful white cats. Ahi does have the blue eyes. Oh, I didn't look closely into the eyes. Okay, all right. That's it. Well, for the Hollywood set, then one of them would have to wear contact lenses, right, if they were doubling up with each other? Yeah, or they would just... <laughs> It would be profiles or, from, you know, running from the back. You know, and a lot of people don't notice either that, that the eye color. Like, if you saw the movie Keanu, they used, like, eight yeah. different kittens in that Oh, movie. they did? Oh, uh, I love that. And yeah. if you and if, yeah, and if you watch certain scenes, the scenes where the cats, the kitten's running through the streets. Right. Um, that's, a, that's an older cat. That's a cat that's probably, mm-hmm. you know, six months old versus the, you know, eight-week-old kitten that, was, that were in other shots. Wearing the headdress, uh, so yeah, yeah there's I a, saw that. The, yeah, there was, a, there, was a big, there was a size difference in a lot of those things. All right. So inside you have the, I noticed on the tour bus, you were having the kind of covered with uh, thank yous from uh, some of the local folks that were supporters of you. So when you pull into a town, if you're a supporter, sometimes uh, you got a little paw print with your name on it, right? Oh, no. No, no, oh. no. That's from our Kickstarter. Oh, pardon me. Tell me uh, what that is. Yeah, we're still fulfilling our Kickstarter reward. So from a year ago when we, we got, got the bus, the, the bus was successfully funded, and then we got mm-hmm. the bus, and we got the bus wrapped like back in like a year ago, March, mm-hmm. April. But they didn't do it right. Um, oh. They they got the color wrong, and it was all misaligned. So my plan was to I was going to have the the bus rewrapped, but they and they said, well, we won't refund your money until you take out the old wrap. And they wouldn't pay for me to get it unwrapped, and so every you know, as I was traveling and trying to find a place to get it rewrapped, the you know the prices that I was looking at was like fifteen thousand dollars to get this bus, fifteen sixteen thousand dollars to unwrap it and rewrap it, and then I knew I was going to have to go back and, and try to get my money from the other people, and then we found out a bunch of mechanical things that were wrong with the bus, so I had to spend thirty thousand dollars on all sorts of repairs that wow. needed to be done in order to keep the bus safe. So, so rather than, you know, getting the, the bus rewrapped, which I'd hoped to do, and then getting the paw prints on, we decided the bus is going to have to stay the way it is, you know, and I'll finally get the paw prints up for the people that, that donated $500 or more and collected that reward. Okay, so that solves the mystery. One thing I'm impressed yeah, with you, yeah. Samantha, is that you get faced with a lot of challenges, whether of the feline persuasion, mechanical, whatever, but you're like a Duracell, man. You keep on ticking. You're like a Timex. You keep on going. Well, it's, what, is, what other traits do you have? I mean, you know, like, what, I can't really quit, you know, like, quit, 
become jobless and not be able to support the cats. And, yeah, I mean, this is pretty isn't really an option. And I've never really been a quitter anyway, you know. So I've had moments of like, oh, I'll just crawl under a rock. But, you know, in the end, I always just get back up, back up on the horse and try again another day. And, and everything always works out one way or another. So how did you feel the show went last night? You seemed to have a lot of folks hanging out afterwards, and uh, it was nice people. You could smell popcorn in the room, and I think it was Wiki that was walking around with a beautiful collar that people were putting money in. You got a good front cat for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's really, he's quite the charmer. <laughs> uh, yes. But how, how did but, you and think? I thought that, yeah. Oh, I thought the show went really well. I thought the cats all did, did, uh, did pretty well. Um, you know, a few cats wandered off here and there, but that's how the, that's how they are. There's a lot of back there's a lot of areas backstage that they could go exploring in, and they always take that opportunity. But you don't seem to get rattled. You're on stage, and I saw a couple of the cats go kind of in the little corner, and I'm like, oh, should I go after them? And you said no. You trained them. So what do they know to hear to know it's time to come back? Well, they just they just decide to come back when when they're ready, and Alfie somehow manages to find her way back, usually in time for her second trip, or second or third or third, third trip. Uh, right. Yeah, I think we had to was it that show where we had to arrange it because Alfie didn't quite come back in time, and then she did, but then we <laughs> had to you know put her trick in you know in at a later time because she was a little bit late. But generally, it's. You know, it's supposed to be fun for it's supposed to be fun for the cats and kind of free will. So if if they choose to wander off into the audience or wander off backstage to to investigate something, like forcing them to come back and abandon their curiosity, that's just not going to work. They're going to be like, you know, like, yeah, rebellious cats are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think you're they'll, actually they'll, actually yeah, gonna, they'll, they'll flip yeah. you the bird and go do it anyway. So <laughs> give you the you paw. Know, you're, you're, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just. You can barely see it because their toes are so close together. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, you're just kind of at their mercy. You're, they're stubborn. They're going to do what they want anyway. Um, well, I think that's what is and, the beauty of what you do is because you really are educating people about how cats are, and you're embracing them being all things feline. Yeah, and, and it's not a perfect show, but I think that if, uh, if you've ever seen some of the Russian cat circuses, their cats are much quicker. <laughs> Oh, okay. And on, on, like, they're like... Well, we don't know if they're on any kind of chemicals, Um, uh, you know, enhancers like the Olympics. I'm teasing. Yeah, it's just they have a different kind of relationship with their animals, just like they do with the kids. That's why they win all the gold medals, because, you know, (laughs) they send them off to gymnastic camp at, like, two days old. So so they, they have a more of an animal, professional relationship with their animal, where the animal just works. There's no, like, lounging around with their cats, I'm pretty sure. Right. So, so that's that's why they're they cats really they're working strictly working cats. Where my show's compromised because my cats are pets, and because they're pets, they act more like a person's pet. Uh, and I think that kind of gives the person a little bit more hope that maybe they could do that with their cat because you know they see my cat stretching and grooming and not doing what it's supposed to do, and then all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden doing something amazing. You know, I, I feel like it could it gives them hope and some inspiration to give it a try with their own cat. And I think that's the magic of, of what you do, Samantha, is you let them be cats and you give hope to others that you know, you're going to be able to find new ways to enrich the lives of pets. So I'm thinking you're in the tour bus. There isn't a show right now. You talked about having a hammock in the bus, but do the cats just kind of, what do they do while you're driving? What's going on? What do you do for well, fun got, when they're not on stage? Well, I've got one cat on my arm, my, on my left arm right now and another cat that's kind of on my calf, kind of half on my calf, half off, because I'm curled up in the bunk. Okay. 
So yeah, they're they're kind of relaxing. And there's another couple other cats up in the front trying to get Missy to give them some bacon. Uh, <laughs> working <laughs> it, working it. Yeah, they're working it. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, they're and some of them are just sleeping in their favorite place. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Well, we want everybody to know you can go to circuscats.com to find out where the next show will be in your area. It will be in, again, this is the amazing Acro Cats. They also have a group called the Rock Cats, which they play better than I do, by the way, Samantha. And uh, anything else you want to let people know as far as what the cats are going to be up to? Well, let's see, we're, we'll be taking a, a little bit of a break because we did just, we lost the star of our show, my original tuna, about a month ago to uh, cancer, which is devastating to all of us. So I'm taking a little leave of absence to kind of re- grieve and kind of regroup because uh, it's a heavy, heavy hit. Right. Uh, but we're, we'll be back starting up the tour okay. uh, in the southeast area. Oh, okay, good. And yeah, I know um, Tuna and my cat, Casey, they, they kind of had a, a romance going. You Wherever you guys were on the road, I, Casey would get mail. I thought that was very nice. Oh, yeah. And I hope you can meet Casey. He's he's the orange tabby looking like Buffy, only he's more long and lean. He's got longest legs. He may even give Allie a chance for the leap, but probably not. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got the physique. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll make that happen. Again, thank you for all you're doing for cats because by having this show, you're also helping people learn that there's so many different ways to en- enrich the lives of our cats. And they want to learn and they want to have fun and they want to hunt. And you can definitely tell on your show, these cats aren't being forced to do anything. This is something you can tell. You found what they like to do. That's an art. Yeah, pretty much it's basically what happens in my own home, in my <laughs> living room. And okay. I've just taken it onto the stage and added some tadas and, and some, you know, some glittery props. But it's pretty much what I do at home with them to, uh, as a great bonding exercise. And it's based on what their skill sets are. Well, you do it well. Thank you again, Samantha Martin, for being on our show. And uh, everybody go to CircusCats.com and follow the amazing Acro Cats on Facebook and Twitter. And some of these cats, Oz, Tuna, Buggles, Jax, they have their own social media little preference, whether it's a Twitter or Facebook. So you got to check them out because they have a lot to say. I think you had something like M-O-L. What does that stand for? Oh, meow out loud. All right. See, they have their own little feline acronyms for the social media scene. So thank you again. And I also want to thank my producer, Mark Winner, for helping everyone understand and embrace how great our pets are. He produces all the shows on the Pet Life Radio Network. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave coast to coast and around the world it's all behave with arden moore find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in rin tin tinseltown from famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars you'll get great tail wagging pet tips and have a fur flying fun time all behave with america's pet edutainer arden moore every week on demand only on petliferadio.com